0: Welcome to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. Your host is Dr. Mark French. Mark's passion is helping organizations motivate their teams. This podcast is focused on bringing out the best in leadership through creating strong values, learning opportunities, teamwork, and safety. Nothing is more important than protecting your people. Safety creates an environment for empathy, innovation, and empowerment. Together, we'll discover meaning and purpose through shaping our safety culture. Thanks for joining us this episode. And now, here is Dr.
1: Mark French. And welcome to the Leading in Learning Through Safety podcast. I am your host, Dr. Mark Frunch, and I am always happy and overjoyed and thankful uh, that you have joined us uh, during this time. I I really appreciate it. So happy to have you. Um, You know, this is kind of the Thanksgiving episode. It's going to release. I'm actually going to try to release it early. uh, That way it's out there, but coming up is one of my... uh, the love-hate relationship that I have with Black Friday. And I want to talk about that this week on the podcast. So I'm really looking forward to being able to chat through that and kind of go through what's about to happen and how it's changed and how I think it's going to continue to evolve from a leadership and safety standpoint. So, I am not a Black Friday shopper. I was your typical Cyber Monday person, but now with things are going, it's always some kind of sale online, so you don't have to worry about that. But I did it one time, years and years ago. I stood in line, waited outside, heard all the speculation of, how much they were going to have of the one item I wanted. And it was freezing cold, standing out there super early. Everybody rushes through the door, kind of at a light jog, trying to get to what you want first. And you get just wrapped up in the hype of it. And I never did it again because one, that's too people-y for me. Uh, too too much strain and stress there for me also. I'm not not good in those situations. But I know people love it. There's so many people who find it as a family event. They find, I mean, great. I think that's fantastic. I think it's, that's why it's out there, is people love that thrill of it and the fun and getting up early and doing your Christmas shopping and getting things done. And for me, I'm like, whoo, let it be delivered. <laughs> but I want to talk a little bit about the history of This event, especially pre-COVID, and I would laugh jokingly in a very sarcastic way, as my humor tends to be, that, you know, getting a dirt-cheap TV is worth me trampling a man to death. It's that time of year. Let's trample someone to death for cheap electronics and a Christmas gift for someone, peace on earth and goodwill towards all men. Only so many people had to be killed during the process or so many fights broke out, it's unbelievable when you see those things on television, you read about it, and it's it's real. We don't think it's, because it maybe never happened to us, we feel that it may not be as real as people say, but it is very, very real when this happens. Now, it's changed. So up, kind of pre-COVID, some stores started doing 24-hour operations where They would have things covered up and there'd be a guy who would do the big unveiling at whatever time, 6 a.m., 5 a.m., and people would grab the first things and people would have to get out of the way. Now, years before that, when stores were closing, there were people who would have to open the doors for these crowds. And that's where, it's been quite some time ago, but a, a worker had opened the doors, they busted through the doors, knocked him to the ground, and the person was truly trampled to death. And when OSHA investigated, it was a general duty citation when that happened, because there's really not, there was definitely the lack of protection, but there was no exact law saying what is the protection. And that covers a lot of retail, that there's some dangers there. Workplace violence, dealing with the things that can happen in, out there in the retail world. And you have to think about that. Handling of money, things that are happening, people are there, people can be unpredictable, especially uh, people who haven't been trained like that you lose control of who comes in to that public location, unlike another style of workplace. And so you have to be ready and prepared and some precautions to it. And you kind of got to feel out what the crowd is doing. Now that has completely shifted to where now there's more time and operation in there. A lot more deals are going online because stores are, not wanting to employ people live. So you kind of have the choice of the self-checkout or you can just buy it and have it shipped to you. <laughs> to me, that's easier. <laughs> I, the whole thing about going to a store was always the personal touch and asking questions and being a part of like a community of people who knew what you were doing or convenience of letting someone else take care of some of that work for you that's kind of gone in a whole separate line there. It has nothing to do with, to me, that has to do with a little bit more about leadership and that cost of customer service versus the cost of doing business and how it's evolved. Now, during COVID shopping online became the norm and that has continued into this year. So I was listening to a podcast. I'm going to wonderful, wonderful podcast podcast. And I will post a link to the podcast. Uh, Hopefully you can subscribe to another fantastic one. If you love safety, if you love loss prevention, if you love just learning about different industries, Uh, the alert media's employee safety podcast is phenomenal. Uh, I was a guest on there. It's been a little while ago. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I love the podcast, love the guests. They have such a dynamic and very great mix of knowledge and can't recommend it enough, but coming up on there will be one about what they're now calling Blue Friday in the loss prevention world because there's so much crime going on in the retail space. And a quick statistic, in 2022, they claim there was 694 fatalities with over $112 billion in losses. Now, the fatalities aren't just workers. It could be law enforcement and security. It could be the general public of things that are happening in the store, and it's also employees of the store for different reasons, whether it be violence, could be a great deal that someone needed and trampled over someone. Those things are what related to this, and they expect it to get higher. That that retail crime is at the highest it's ever been, and as they're preparing for all this holiday shopping season, beginning with Black Friday how do we control it? How do we create policies, procedures, plans? I think the biggest part is how do we create a plan to be ready for that? And we're kind of done with those long lines of waiting. It's kind of like you show up, you get in, you find your location, you wait for the right time. Uh, There's also a lot more shifting away from the in-store. And yet, the violence and crime has continued to increase very interesting dynamic of what we're seeing change and continue to evolve kind of in a post COVID. There was an evolution up to COVID in the post COVID leadership part of coming into black Friday and how we enter our holiday shopping season and again, we're unsure of the numbers this year. Of like, what is going to bring people to the store with some inflation going on, with with other items within whatever economy, uh, non political speaking. But there are things happening that may result in less spending this year. Unknown. But what that leads to is people showing up at the store. The more people you have, the higher likelihood, statistically that something may happen. And how are we preparing for it? How are we ready? How are we as a public going in there, but then also how are organizations protecting their people? So it's a a very interesting dynamic when we think about protecting people, the public, and protecting people, our employees, and then also protecting people like our partners in law enforcement, our partners in security, our partners that help keep all of that safe. How do we manage all of that in this new world that we're unsure of where people are going to shop, what are their shopping patterns, how it's going to occur? Let's jump in a little bit more about that in the second half of the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast.
0: You are listening to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast
1: with Dr. Mark French. TSDA Consulting Learn you, lead others The Myers-Briggs Type Indicator is an amazing tool the problem is that it can be easily misinterpreted Dr. Mark French is MBTI certified and ready to help you discover your inner strengths The MBTI assessment can help with team building stress management, communication, conflict management and so much more individual and group sessions are available to help you discover what makes you great. For more information, visit us on the web at tsdaconsulting.com. So the whole theme of where I'm going with the the Black Friday ideas is the active planning. And this is I've kind of had this theme earlier, but I want to continue with it. And it's the idea that, yes, there may not be an OSHA law that talks about Black Friday and how to protect retail workers, how to protect the public. But what OSHA does require is a workplace say of, safe of known hazards. We know this is a known hazard. We know what may be coming. We have to prepare for it. We have to think through the scenarios. We have to give our due diligence. We have to think about ways that we protect. And that's what, earlier on, we knew the dangers. So years ago, when some of these, that trampling fatality in p- particular happened, there was already a known quantity that Black Friday can get a bit rowdy. There were already news stories about fights breaking out for certain items, things like that that were happening we knew there was a danger and what the citation kind of led into was that it had been escalating year over year, a little bit more rowdy, a little bit more exciting, a little bit more deals. And yet the protections never changed. The procedure and the policy never evolved along with it. And that is one of the key components of a safety program that is, I think, advanced more than, well, let's just follow the law. Now, Again, I'm going to go back and say this again. I would hesitate to think that if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not one that's running around negligently going, ah, whatever. OSHA will never catch me. So thank you for that, first of all. Secondly, you're probably wanting to follow the law. Is the law easy to think? No. Talked about that kind of last week about once we let lawmakers get involved, we put common sense out of the way and we put the lawyers in control. So yeah, we may be doing some really great things and that's where we also need that advice of a safety professional that lets us know that, well, you know, you're doing a great job. We need to refine it a little bit to really meet what the law says, to meet what the law is telling us to do. There's a little bit of refinement there. We got to, we got to jog some things around and then there's that next level of advancement. How do we get ahead of it? How do we look at the hazards that are already in place The ones we know about, the ones we've seen, the ones that we have bumped into or near-miss reporting us, telling us about systemically, and how do we fix it? And I think that's one of my biggest, uh, we'll call it a gripe, a concern about stores on Black Friday is they have known about the hazard. And every year I I look in the news to see like what kind of things have happened on Black Friday. Now, past few years has been a little bit more tame just because of the nature of where we have been in a, a COVID and post-COVID world. I still look to see what has happened, what kind of arguments, fights, breakouts, because those are known quantities. We don't know where, we don't know when, we don't know like exactly when I say where and when, I mean like exactly the time or exactly the location but we know that excitement is high tensions are building people have gotten hyped up and excited which is great for finding something that a loved one may really cherish and care for maybe it's a family event where you get together your family you go out and do this together it's a lot of fun you enjoy it but then there are people who just get wrapped up a little bit too much in it and get violent We know that can happen. We know there's a potential for it. We know it will happen somewhere. And what you hope is it doesn't happen to your store, to your location, to your people. You have to think through the process. What will we do to help prevent it? What will we do if it does happen? How will we respond quickly and effectively for it? Most OSHA laws, some of the more severe ones are written that way. They're written all the way up through prevention, prevent, prevent, prevent. But then they don't forget to think about emergency response. If it does happen, what will you do? Like the prevention of fire policy, it talks about emergency management. It talks about prevention because you should have that full gamut. We don't want the worst to happen. No safety person out there goes, man, I hope we get to enact our emergency response program today. No, we hope that we will drill our emergency response today, but we definitely don't want to actually enact it, but it can happen, especially with people because it may not even be a internal, it could be a medical emergency. You still want to be prepared for how you respond effectively, fast. You want to get the praise for having a good system running along with prevention and That is what we have to think of. And this this leads into a bigger scope of leadership and safety. When we think about leadership, our leaders, we think about how we don't lose profit. We think about how we don't lose quality. We think about how we keep our customers and gain more customers. Are we thinking that proactively in safety? Are we putting that much thought in, hey, don't have that lost time? Or are we thinking about how do we don't even let that first injury happened? And how do we respond after it happens? Are we ready for those scenarios? That's what I really want to bring forward is that understanding that we as leaders, we as influencers, (laughs) use that tool of predictive for a lot of things. Let's also use it for safety. Let's not just react and let something happen to us. Let's jump in. Let's get it ready. Let's be there, be ahead, and do our best to prevent it. Thinking ahead about what hazards, and this doesn't even mean Black Friday for retail. This means for your workplace, there are probably hazards that you could search the regulations for and maybe not find the answer you're looking for. You may not find your exact circumstance in there. What do you do? you do your very, very best to get good thinkers together to talk about how we prevent bad outcomes. thats I know that sounds so simple when I say it, and I've said it a lot, and I've had exceptional difficulty implementing it because it takes time, it takes efforts, it takes a lot of people and energy to work through those hazard reports. But once you've done one and you have it out there, oh, it's such a beautiful thing because everybody takes that ownership in it because everybody helped. And then you build on that momentum. You keep going. You keep creating. That's the exciting part and the fun part about being part of the safety and leadership world. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. Really happy to have you part of it. I hope you have a fantastic holiday weekend and a very, very safe Black Friday. Until next time we chat, stay safe.
0: Thank you for listening to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. More content is available online at www.tsdaconsulting.com. All the opinions expressed on the podcast are solely attributed to the individual and not affiliated with any business entity. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes. It is not a substitute for proper policy, appropriate training, or legal advice. This has been the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast.